I walked in the living room. I looked my wife in the face and I said, honey, I want to make content for a living. That's all I want to do. I want to be a content creator. And she's like, okay, let's do it. What's going on? Welcome back to the Mastermind Thinks podcast show. Today, I got a very special guest and I'm honored because uh, I've, I've been on his shows a bunch of times, uh, multiple different shows, and never have I ever had him on mine. I don't even think I've seen him be a guest on another podcast. So for all you guys have been asking him to come on your podcast, guess what? I got him. You didn't. My man, Billy Thorpe. What's going on, bro? How you doing, man? What's up, Chris? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm I'm hanging out. I'm here in the studio. I'm having fun. Um, and yeah, dude. Yeah, you've been on all my shows multiple times, and I basically had to beg Chris to be on his. So I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no begging involved. He was like the to, first one to fill it out. He was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I had to threaten to like never talk to him again. Like, get me on your show, or we're not friends anymore, Chris. So no, it's you know fun, it man. I appreciate it. I was waiting for you to come back to the States, man. I couldn't I couldn't have you on my show with some, you know, whack internet. So I needed to get you back over here, man. No, that's true. I almost stopped <laughs> podcasting because the internet was so bad. That's a, and that should be a YouTube video. The time I almost quit podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Move to Puerto Rico. It'll be fun, but there's no good internet there. There's so. no good internet. You know, it makes me uh, it makes me question all these laptop lifestyle people. They're like, "Oh, move to Thailand," and I'm like, "But the internet, though, is it is it really?" And they're like, "No, no, we're just checking email. We're not live streaming or anything." So. Yeah, dude, they're all copywriters. They're just all copywriters. They're sending word docs. Bro, that's hilarious. Oh uh, man, real quick, tell the guests, man, tell everybody who uh, who you are, like how you got started in this game. You know, creator life, a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, man. So uh, my name is Billy Thorpe. I'm a podcaster, live streamer, Amazon creator. Um, I'll, I'll narrow it down to that. And I really got in this game about, I don't know, three years ago, three and a half years ago. I was um, I was really interested, actually, Chris, in saltwater fishing. And I moved to North Carolina and had no idea about it. And I thought, you know what, it'd be cool to start a live show uh, about saltwater fishing or whatever. And I was using video and audio a little bit for my, my screen printing business that I owned at that time. And then I started this live saltwater fishing show and fast forward, ended up turning that show into a podcast, selling that show. Um, and then started another business style podcast where, you know, it's all audio and video as well. So that's kind of fun. And, and really just got that itch, man. And then, you know, way before that, though, I worked at a nonprofit and I did all their video production, you know, whatever audio, video stuff they had going on. But I was never in front of the camera. I was always behind the camera pushing buttons. And so it, it was really cool to be on this side of it as the, you know, the host of the shows. Um, and then, yeah, man, I just got the itch and, and have done a few different things since then. Uh, I've done another saltwater fishing show that I currently have right now. And then I have a creating daily show where I go uh, starting actually in July of 2022 this year, as we're recording this, um, going to be going back live again a couple times a week. We're not going daily. <laughs> we're going a couple daily. times because I got to focus on Amazon. I got to focus on a couple other things. So every day is a ton of work, ton of fun, but a ton of work. So we're, we're working on that, man. But yeah, got a few things in the, in the, I'm just crazy. I just want to make content and figure out how to get paid to do it. So that's what I'm doing. Bro, that's that's so cool because I think the, the the cool thing about that is that's how we met, right? We met on 
Like I can't, you know, be perfectly honest. I can't remember the exact moment we met. I know we met on Clubhouse. Chris, I know what you said to me the first moment we met. What are you no talking way. about? What? Well, uh, that's no way. No, I'm I, just kidding. Oh, look. You said you it, and I was said, like, well, I'm saying hey, the same thing to everybody. Hey, join Amazon Live. That's what I thought that's what you were to say. <laughs> I think you probably said, hey, what's up, man? What do you think about this app? That's what. Because back then, dude, Clubhouse was like, it was foreign world yeah. to everyone. We were just like, uh, so you can hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. This is cool. This is like a walkie talkie. Um, so yeah, man, we, I think it's how we met was on clubhouse, just hanging out in uh radio and podcast rooms. That's what it was. Bro. That That's so cool, man. I think that was something cool. Um, cause I, I don't even remember. I guess that was 2020 at this point. Right. Because that yeah. came out and everything. Yeah. And so, wow, bro. I didn't even realize we've known each other that long. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty insane. <laughs> Yeah, because, dude, I met you before I moved to Puerto Rico. I spent nearly a year in Puerto Rico. So, yeah, we've definitely – it's definitely been a year and a half plus that we were on the app. Um, and, yeah, man, and that was a thing, too. I didn't even know what Clubhouse would turn into, what social audio would turn into. Uh, actually, a friend of mine was like, hey, you should check out this app. You you know, you like doing podcasts. You like doing live sh- stuff. This is live audio. And I'm like – all right, cool. And dude, I've met some amazing people on that platform, like you and Monty, and um, I've connected a little deeper with some of the ecam community over on that platform. And uh, you know, now I think it's like, but it's uh, yeah, dude, it's been good to me for the last couple of years. It's been fun. Yeah, that's funny. That's actually what I was about to ask you. I was wondering, I was wondering your thoughts on that, right? Because you, you, um, again, jumped into the podcast space and the, the people that I know that know Billy, they, they know you as the podcaster and they're like, man, that dude, you know, he, he's on that game. And so obviously, like you said, social audio kind of runs right into that. And I know you've tried a couple other apps cause you know, we've been on there joking around and messing around, but like none of the other ones stuck. And I kind of wonder like what, what your thoughts are on, what does it even look like? What, you know, what do you think of clubhouse going forward or something even in that space? Does it matter anymore or? Man, you know, it's kind of funny because I I think Clubhouse, it's not the first audio app, right, where people can jump on and talk to each other, talk to strangers. I mean, there's been a bunch of different platforms, and I used to be on one called Stereo that started out very similar, but it's more of a one-on-one conversation, and then people could, like, drop voicemails, and uh, that's that was my first, like, social audio experience, and then it turned into, like, games and you know all this kind of stuff and now i i look at clubhouse clubhouse basically launched during the pandemic i sparked off I, you know they in my opinion they should have took the four billion dollar deal from twitter and moved <laughs> on um but i, I think certain people are going to stay there i think it's with any platform stuff blows up and then it levels out and then it's like okay now how do we sustain or you know scale or whatever but oftentimes i see these companies that come in and they just spark off it's like a flash in the pan unfortunately for them and i think there's a lot of features now that they have that if they would have had for content creators when they launched which they don't know that because they don't really know what we want they would probably be in a lot better place so because i I do think the replays feature over there is like phenomenal um it's nice when i get on there and i'm doing a room and i'm like blah, blah 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 and then it's like cool it lives there however that kind of cuts down the live engagement that I've seen as well. So, and I don't know, I don't know all the algorithmic things and I don't pretend to, I just get on there, do my thing. And, but I haven't been on in a while and you know, I just haven't created, I I think you, as a creator, you got to kind of figure out like, where do you want to create content and you got to create content for those platforms. And it just is, for me, it's a lot of work to go in there and host 
rooms and host other people. And, yeah, it is. you know, when I'm like, Hey, I can, I'm just not that guy to do that all the time. So. So what is, so with you saying that, what is your favorite? I mean, so again, I know you as a podcaster and I know we got into the live stream stuff, but what is your favorite platform right now? Creating content, man. Um, man, I'm having a lot of fun on Amazon, uh, just because I got, you know, I just got back to the States. So I'm able to do some brand deals, get some, I just got a UPS guy just dropped me off a bunch of products and I'm now going, Oh, I need like a production schedule. Cause I got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, so that's been, you know, man, that's been my favorite thing. Yeah. I think my original, you know, heartbeat was for live streaming. I love live. Maybe I'm just a narcissistic person, like looking at myself in the <laughs> monitor all day. Uh, but I really do love live streaming and I love consuming live streams. So um, I think that live interaction, that the live video where I can see the response of the person, not just hear the response uh, is one of my favorite things to do right now for sure is to go live it's just you know that that thing where you're like i'm gonna vomit but i just i know i gotta do this like i get that feeling i get that sense of urgency every time before i go live and i just love that i think i just love that rush of that that feeling of like this could all just break and fall apart but i'm gonna do it anyway it's kind of fun so that's i'm a weirdo no that's hilarious though because like people dude i was like you know the way i got on amazon live was by accident because I jumped into a, a YouTube course and I was like, yeah, I got to get on this YouTube thing. And then what I realized is I wasn't great at creating content for the most, like I just didn't get it outside of live live. I get it because I'm just like, look, we're just going to do a thing yeah. and something's going to happen. And, <laughs> and, you and, don't know, and, you, and you don't know what that is. It's like, right. it's like, Oh dude, this could be awesome. There could be a hundred people that watch this, or there could be me talking to myself, which is where I find myself at a lot. And yeah. so you know, and people, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I used to be a youth pastor mm. uh, for several years. And you, and that's how you, if you want to be better at talking to yourself and no audience, <laughs> start a youth ministry. And I just sat in front, you know, 50 kids would be there and you're talking, they don't, they don't even care. They're just like staring at you, this dead stare. And so I'm used to it. So it's pretty good. Trained yeah. me well. That's the best, man. And look, you, you just brought it up. Why I think why I think I'm getting better now at uh, being able to shoot the videos because on the front on the front end of Amazon Live, there's nobody there, <laughs> so you're just you're yeah. literally talking to yeah. yourself for like two hours. Like, all right, <laughs> well, well, you know, <laughs> they are there. It's kind of weird, you know. Like you and I went live uh, last night, and there's you know I probably had uh, 15 people or so on my stream. I'm sure you probably had more, and it was dude, nobody was hitting the chats, and I'm like. Well, I guess they're getting it. I guess we're such good presenters that it's like watching live TV and they don't have to ask questions or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a lot of fun, dude. I do think there is that, that we, you know, it's like podcasting. You can't, now I've never done this. I've always been live to drive content mm -hmm. creation because that's just who I am. It's just where I think I flow the best. I'm not real prepared on the front end. I don't really do a lot of post-production on the back end. Yeah. And for me, it's just like this sense of freedom. Like I am going to express myself. And if I'm showing a, you know, a mic stand or if I'm talking about the, my, you know, the creator mindset, <laughs> either way, I'm having a lot of fun and I put it out there and it's like, this is what it is. Um, and, and so, man, for me, that's just, I don't know. I've just always operated that way. So that's why I really love the, the live aspect of it. Dude, how did you, so how did you, I know, I know you were talking about the, um, you kind of started the fishing podcast, but at, at what point did you go, you know what, 
I just want to create content like and I can actually make money at it. Like I don't have to go get a job. Right. I don't have to. I can literally just be a creator. Like wh what was the, the spark for you there? Yeah, man, this is a good question. So I think the first time I realized, first of all, that you could make money creating content was I was doing the first fishing show mm. and we were like, we, we had sponsors on the show, but it was mostly like in-kind sponsors. I'm like, hey, I just want, I know I want to get sponsors. I don't really know what that looks like. So I'm just going to call my friends who own companies in the fishing space and say, hey, I'm going to put your logo on screen. Is that cool? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and if you want to send me some product or whatever. Yeah. And so that was kind of my first, you know, deal. But then we, from doing that, we had a company reach out to us and we're, was going to pay us a, you know, a decent amount of money. Now that's where that first podcast kind of my partner and I went separate ways. Cause we didn't really see eye to eye on the business side of it there. He was monetizing a certain way that, mm. you know, I wasn't making money from. And then I'm like, well, dude, I'm doing all the work. Like <laughs> I need a sponsor. And he's like, oh, I don't want this to be a business anyway. And that's a whole thing. That's a whole show about getting an agreement with your co-host or whatever before. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> um, but that was when I first realized when uh, when someone reached out to us and said, like, hey, we you know we want to pay you. I'm like, oh, wait a second. There is something to this. And I had spent a little time in the advertising business selling advertising. And so I kind of knew, but I didn't really know. Um, and then the second time I started a saltwater fishing show, I knew, like, I want to build this product to make money, not just, I, I want to learn. I want to be educated. I want to help other people, you know, get on the water and throw, you know, figure out where the fish are and how to catch them and all that kind of stuff. But then I want to make, I want to make this a living. And so it was during the pandemic. Um, I lost my t-shirt printing business basically in like one day, like almost 10 years worth of work when it was like gone. It was just like everyone canceled orders and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And the friend of mine that's in the fishing world called me and was like, Hey, my business is suffering. Like, what can we do? And I'm like, let's just start a fishing podcast, but we're going to get hyper niche. We're going to focus just on the coast of North Carolina. And he'd been doing this already for, with a fishing publication for, for almost 20 years. Uh, that was another lesson I learned, but, um, so he, you know, he'd been doing this, so it wasn't anything new. It was just a different medium for him and it wasn't anything new for me. It was just a different medium. So we kind of brought both of these worlds together and started a show. And I said, Hey, we're going to monetize by episode number five. Um, or we're not going to do it. Like we got to figure it out by episode number five. And so we're going to put four, we're going to put four shows out. We're going to have a product and then I'm going to go get us some brand deals or some sponsorship deals. And that's what I did, man. We put four products out, uh, essentially the show, you know, four, four different episodes. And I went and started knocking on doors, making phone calls. And I just pitched my niche over my, over the size of my audience. So I went, I went to quality over the quantity and was able to land our first sponsorship deal, um, at like 200 bucks a show. And they've been with us ever since episode five, we just dropped episode 116 this week. Wow. And, and, um, and yeah, man, and we brought on um, multiple other sponsors and we kind of pepper them throughout the year and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that, that's when I really, when I, when I did that show and it was really during the pandemic where I spent all this time building this t-shirt business and, uh, and then it all went away. And then I was like, man, I, I don't, you know, I want to build something I want to do. Like I want to build something I get up and, you know, cause selling a t-shirt is fun. Yeah. Cash in the check is fun, but it's not for me. It's not like, Oh, I live to do a t-shirt design or I live to, you know, get something printed or print something. 
And and so, man, I think that was a big wake up call for me. It was like, all right, anything can go away like that. No matter how hard you work on it, no matter how what blood, sweat and tears, like you just, life isn't fair sometimes. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to sacrifice and build what I want to. And, you know, my wife was on board and she, you know, I walked in the, I remember, I remember this moment, Chris, like, <laughs> I know I'm talking a lot, dude, but I'm getting somewhere here. I remember this moment. I got out of my debt. I have cried literally for almost 30 days after this whole pandemic. March 16th, 2020, I started crying. And so I, I got up, I walked in the living room. I looked my wife in the face and I said, honey, I want to make content for a living. That's all I want to do. I want to be a content creator. And she's like, okay, let's do it. And she's a graphic designer. So she's been doing this for years yeah. and building her business. And she's been telling me, like, you got to focus. You got to focus. You got to focus. And when you do, yeah. it'll start to come together. Even if you don't have the plan, even if you don't know how you're going to create content, you don't know how you're going to make money. And I remember saying that to her. I remember saying, I want to create content. And now two years later, um, that's all I do is I create content. And now I'm not quitting us. You know, I'm not like, you know, buying a Tesla cash or nothing, <laughs> but I'm making a living. I'm doing what I love. And, um, and so I think that's, I think that's it, man. That was the moment. So long story, but hopefully you can get something out of that or your audience will. <laughs> no, bro, bro, but that's, that's the important part, man. Is that my bad. I should have cleared my throat before you came back. Uh, man, I think that's the important part is because like, I, yeah, it's funny. I posted something today and I was like, passion versus money. And I was like, what's the, what's the actual, the, you know, for, for each person. Right. And for me, it's passion. Like years ago when I like left a, I left a job, I've, I've left a job like multiple times in my career to like go pursue full time. Right. And my wife was like, you know, I don't think you like, you don't like what you do and you look miserable every single day. And so it's like, you know, quit, like go find something else. And like somebody actually posted on my thing today. and was like, no, no, it's money because like, you can't support, you can't support uh, your family on passion. And I'm like, yeah, but what kind of life am I living? If, you know, if I'm making two fifty a year, but you know, mm -hmm. I hate life, you know? Well, dude. And, and I think, you know, my wife told me that she'd been telling me that for years, you know, and some, sometimes it's, it's easier to risk it versus others. It's easier to stop doing something and start doing something else. Um, but it, ever since I've started focusing on it and I, once again, I didn't have a clear path to monetization. I knew like sponsorship for a podcast, but you know, let's put it into reality. Like I teach people how to get sponsors. That's part of my business model, but let's put it in reality. You have one show, you don't have that many sponsorship spots. And unless you're a really good salesperson or you got a really phenomenal podcast, it's not like you're charging a premium price. And, you know, I feel like we do charge premium for our show yeah. now, but it's after like a hundred and something episodes. And, you know, like we've really grown the audience, grown the community. And so, you know, in the beginning, I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, even if I max out every sponsorship opportunity, this is still not anything to you know write home about so to speak mm -hmm. um but the but when i started focusing on it, it and it really started to grow in different areas so there was multiple different streams of revenue and, and this is a lesson i learned in the t-shirt world is in the t-shirt world i was like the t-shirt guy people didn't know that i can make hats and stickers and koozies and all this <laughs> i focused on t-shirts and i focused yep. on the quality of the shirt and i had all these nonprofits reaching out saying hey such and such had this really comfy shirt and i i became known for that in that world and it was cool because it was paying but when it was 
over, it was over. And I, no one knew I did anything else. No one knew I was capable. And so this time around, I said, you know what, I'm going to diversify. I'm going to, you know, my, my income streams, I'm going to have four to five streams of revenue at all times into my business. And so that came through sponsorships that came through, you know, coaching and mentoring or consulting. Um, You know, that came through, doing Amazon live. Like I'm doing Amazon live stuff. I'm doing product reviews. I'm, I'm partnering up. I'm doing brand collaborations, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it, and it comes through another sponsorship for creating daily. So I do that creating yeah. daily show and, and people, when you put yourself out there, I'll say this, when you put yourself out there and you're a content creator and you just keep the consistency rolling. And I heard it, I heard it say, you know, our friend Bradley said it this way on a mm-hmm. clubhouse room the other day. He said, every time you make a video, you make a live, you put a podcast out, it's kind of like an audition reel. Mm-hmm. And there's companies and there's people that are watching you and they're watching what you're doing. And so when I started creating daily, I started going live on two different live streaming platforms. And uh, both of those platforms reached out to me and said, hey, we really love what you're doing. We want to make sure you stay on our platform. So we want to compensate you yeah. for... So, dude, I blew my mind. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You want to pay me to do what I'm already going to do on your platform? I'm already signed up. I'm already yeah. whatever. And they're like, yeah, we, but we want to make sure that you're going to hang with us and we want to compensate you for it. And I'm like, all right. And so now three months later, one of those companies, which everybody will kind of learn over the next couple of weeks, is now become the main sponsor of the show, uh, main collaborator, and it, dude, it just blows my mind that, you know, when you, when you, and, and I didn't even need to look for that. That wasn't on my radar of monetization. <laughs> you know, I teach monetization. I teach four to five ways to monetize and having a company pay me just to do what I'm doing already was yeah. definitely not there, dude. And, and some of the stuff will just blow your mind when you get into the industry and you realize like, oh, companies want and need content creators and they're willing to compensate you for it. So yeah. Anyway. Once again, dude, you ask a podcaster to be on, I talk a lot. I apologize. It's all good, man. That's what, look, you know, I, I was, I was reading somewhere and they were like, you know, the reason I started a podcast is so I don't have to create my own content. <laughs> Cause now I can ask you a question. You run for a few, man. you know, you run five, yeah, six, right? seven minutes. And now it's like all these clips from this show are going to be Billy talking. And guess what? Still my content. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm just going to share it on Instagram. I appreciate See? it. Look, there it goes, bro. Dude, so I, mean, I think one of the things that I like that I heard you say was you were talking about, you know, the multiple streams, right? And, you know, any of the business gurus, all these guys, they always tell you, you got to have multiple streams. And and a lot of people get confused, right? And what you said kind of hit me because you said you focused. And so it was on content creation, mainly podcasting, but you got, you know, the couple things that are still in that space, right? Like Amazon Live, it, you got all the gear. You didn't have to do anything mm-hmm. different. Yeah, And I think people get confused with, the multiple streams having to be different, almost like different types of businesses. Like how do you feel about that? Like, because you you technically are a podcaster creator. Yeah. 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 I say it like this. Cause you know, especially in the podcast world, people, you know, they go, Oh, well it's a video podcast, a podcast. You have people like getting in fist fights about it. I'm like, dude, it's all content creation. Like it doesn't matter. I'm a content creator. When people go like, what do you do? I, I create content. Now it's how do I create content? Cool. I create podcasts and I create live streams, period. Now, how do you monetize that? Awesome. I monetize through sponsorships. I monetize through affiliate marketing. I monetize through brand deals. I monetize through my own product. I monetize through membership groups. Like 
those are kind of the layout, you know, if you will, of that. And it is like running multiple different types of businesses because my my membership for my fishing podcast is a lot more legwork than my sponsorship business. Sponsorship business, pretty simple. Show up, do do this, you know, the ad read or play the ad or whatever we got to do, and you know, it's a pretty pretty cut and dry process. Cash a check. Membership, it's a little more customer service based. How do I log in? I've lost my password. You know, some of this stuff, especially up front, like can't get it, blah, 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 blah. I got to figure all this stuff out. However, the membership is way more scalable. So I understand, hey, it's the long game. Like it's the, how do I get three to 4,000 people to sign up over the next three to four years? That way I'm generating X amount of revenue. Um, sponsorships, it's more of a, it's more of a churn. You know, there's people are going to come on for a little while. They're going to leave. So I understand. All right. I might get two or three months out of the sponsor and I got to go replace a sponsor. So, you know, there's a part of that that's always in the back of my mind of creating these lists of, of potential sponsors, uh, you know, creating our own product, which we haven't really, I haven't really gotten into this yet. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of phase three of our fishing. I'll just talk about the fishing podcast. Yeah. Um, it's kind of phase three because we want to build the audience. We want to mm-hmm. build the community, which is the membership. And then we want to offer something unique to that, that membership, to that community. Um, so yeah, man, it is like run, and then Amazon Live is a whole other different deal, you <laughs> it's know. Its own beast, right? It's its own beast, and I'm over here now figuring out that process as an individual creator. So yeah, man, I have some collaboration projects, I have some solo projects, um, but it's but it's like that in every creative industry, I believe, and we just don't know it because we don't really see it. Right. But if you think of an actor or an actress or an artist or whatever an artist may get commissioned to go do uh, you know, a mural on the wall for a big corporation or whatever, or an event, but then they might not get a, uh, you know, it's not like they're getting a paycheck. They may not get another call for three, four months. So that, you know, they got to figure that out. And so I think that's a part of, you know, business ownership. It's part of being an artist. It's part of being a content creator. Uh, and that's why they call it ebb and flow. And that's what I always, you know, remind myself and my wife and I remind ourselves all the time. Like there's some months we're like, dude, we're on top of the world and it's awesome. And there's some months it's like, are you making any money? Like I haven't made any money. Have you made any money? You know? Uh, but that's, you know, that's key too to have the right people around you. Cause we, you know, we support each other. It's like, okay, it's the calm before the storm. So I know if my wife is not busy, I know, I know, I know, I know she's not busy yeah. in July that come August, dude, she's going to be wrecked. Like, I know I'm going to have to step up, do dad duty more, do whatever. Um, but, but the entrepreneurial lifestyle, the content creator lifestyle is really what we chose to do. And it, it, you know, it's tough. Like it's not the easiest walk in the park. Um, we, we might make it look fancy and put lights (laughs) behind us and do whatever, but there's a lot of times, man, I go to bed. I'm like, why can't I just have a normal job with a paycheck and come Bro. home and drink beers in the carport? Like, really? Bro, <laughs> Bro that's funny. Yo, because those seasons, man, and like, you know, you said ebbs and flows, and like I always say, you know, rhythms or tensions, like it definitely is that, right? Because, you know, I'll say this particular season is because I wasn't doing my Amazon stuff. My checks ain't as big as they were a few yeah. months ago because I took a couple months off. So it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta remember this. I gotta like pay attention. But like you said, having the multiple streams like saves us where it's like, okay, it ain't the account ain't empty, right? But you know, you get that yeah. that balance, man. What? Yeah. Oh, good. 
Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was going to say, man, I'm right there with you. And, and what you said there, though, Chris, is like really important that people catch this because what we're talking about is consistency. Uh, it's consistent application of elementary things. And it's I got to show up consistent and do the small things right. Um, yeah. You know, doing doing big events, doing a workshop, doing a course, all that stuff is great. Um, but when it's like, OK, I want to manage this membership group or I need to manage this relationship with sponsors like I know if I'm not out, if I'm just not doing outreach at all for sponsorships, if yeah. all my sponsors today just said, Hey, we're out. I don't have anybody in that funnel. I don't have anybody in the, you know, waiting on, I, I would rather have sponsors waiting on a position yeah. to be in than for me to go, Hey, uh, I know I haven't talked to you in six months, but can you sponsor the show now? Yeah. Um, you know, or whatever. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's finding that balance and that rhythm. And that's what, you know, I feel like business owners do well. And then, and then I haven't gotten to where you are, like where I, I'm so busy. I need to outsource stuff. I see it in my future, <laughs> but I've not gotten to that level. So I'm still a solopreneur for the most part. Um, and look, that might be the ebb and flow. That might be why all my money keeps flowing out. I keep hiring people to take on stuff. And I'm like, hold on, I got to wait. Let me hit a million. And let's, then let's like, then we can hire a bunch of people or something. Dude. But it's interesting, man, because you compared it earlier. You said something about um, advertising, right? And I, I feel like people miss it and don't even realize, like, they, they think this creator economy is new, right? The way it is now, it's new. Like, the access is new. But it's not new. Like, for how many years yeah. have, you know, rappers and movie stars and all that been getting paid? 100%. Dude, I went to a, a, a soccer game the other day, and I think it was minor league. And I'm, like, looking at the stadium, and I'm like, you know, it has these huge sponsors, right? It's like Chick-fil-A and Gatorade and Adidas. And I'm like... They're paying money for this stadium. I mean, it may have been 400 people in the stadium of that could fit 10,000, right? It's like, why would they pay for that? But there's yeah. some sort of value in there. And so even micro and nano creators, you know, can, can make money, right? Like, bro. Yeah. Well, dude, and I, and I think it's understanding and really kind of setting yourself up as a, and this is what I had to do. I had to get out of my mind, first of all, of selling from my own wallet. I think that's the biggest mistake content creators, anybody make, any that's business good. owner ever. Like I know there's been multiple times I'd be setting up to send a $15,000 t-shirt invoice and I'd be like, man, that's a lot of money. Like I, I hope they pay it. And I would like, <laughs> I hope they got the money. I, I couldn't imagine. I wouldn't pay this for the, you know, I'd be like going through all this stuff and kind of projecting my lack or my yeah. lack of understanding or faith or ability or whatever and then all of a sudden, um, you know, I, then, I, then one day I'm like, wait, I am trying to sell from my own wallet. And what I was doing was cutting my price out. I was cutting me out. That's what yeah. I was doing. I, wouldn't, I was helping them out, but I was cutting me out of the equation and I was killing my own business. And when I realized that, man, I will go ask for whatever I want now, like whatever. And maybe I overprice it. Maybe I underprice it from the get-go. Yeah. Maybe I have no idea. Um, but I will ask for what I want and then I'll just stay open for negotiation. And that's right. the thing. It's like, I'm not, I'm not hard on anything. Like, okay, I want five grand for sponsor four episodes. And they're like, well, it's a little expensive. We'll give you four grand. Cool. I'll take four grand. Like, let's roll. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, is like, you know, first of all, you gotta, you gotta know your value as a content creator. Yeah. This stuff is valuable. I have people walk into my studio all the time and go, wow, dude, this is crazy. And it's not even set up. It doesn't look pretty. It looks it looks terrible. There's stands and lights and all this stuff everywhere. But to the average person and to the average business owner, 
or the average brand, they don't know how any of this stuff works. They right. are totally in the dark. And so they think that when we do this, this is a magic trick. And that's called value. <laughs> when I look at a mechanic and he fixes my car that I've just been Googling and I've been busting my knuckles trying to fix and I take it to this mechanic, he goes, hmm, yeah, that's the blah, 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 blah. And he takes his little tools and he fixes it in five minutes. That is a magic trick. And we all pay money to go to magic shows. And I'm like, I'm just solving problems for people. I'm solving problems for Amazon brands, for sponsors. You know, what the sponsor, if they could start a podcast and get in front of 20,000 people a month that's in their niche, they would, yeah. but they can't. They yeah. are trying to sell boats. They are trying to work on boats. And that's where we got to realize it and really ask for what we want. And, uh, and that's how you monetize, man. You just go, and it might look ridiculous. And you might even think it's ridiculous, but don't sell out of your own wallet. I made that mistake. Huge, huge mistake. Dude, that's such a good, man. That's such a good point, man. I, I've done it. I've done it before, man, in my DJ business years ago. And it was like, I would always like go for the price. And I'm like, ah, they don't look like they can afford it. And I got with a business partner, uh, my, my homeboy, uh, Ryland, man. He goes, dude, ain't your pocket. You throw the price. They either can pay it or they can't. And I'm like, man, but I need money. Like, and he's like, you got to get out of that mindset. You got to, you yeah. got to just go, Hey, look, I, I'm willing to not take it to, yeah. and again, you got to yeah. be good, right? You got to be able to deliver. That's, that's the other piece of it. Like don't, yeah, don't say yeah, five yeah. grand and you can't deliver, but you know, so that's, bro, that's amazing. Yeah, man. I think, you know, and it's like a lot, even with Amazon live, you know, it's like I'm, I'm doing brand deals. I'm learning the ropes. Now I'm probably a little cheaper than a lot of other creators on the Amazon platform right now, but I understand. And I tell them this up front, like, look, I get it. I'm just starting out. My audience is small. I'm not getting as many downloads conversions as the next guy. And so we're going to start here. This is going to be my, this is my normal rate. And yeah. I give them that big fat number and I say, but I know we're new with each other. We're new in this relationship. We're going to start here and we're going to scale up. Yeah. Um, and it's your rules. It's your, it's your show. It's your content. It's your rules. And so, you know, even if you charge $20 or 50 bucks to do a product video on Amazon yeah. and then you start crushing it and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. This is, I got 25. Here's the thing. I got 25 brands wants to send me product. Yeah. Guess what? Now the price goes up because you don't have time to do 25 products a, a week or a month exactly. or whatever. And then, yeah. So, you know, that's how, I, that's how I play. I mean, everybody starts out cheap because you're, you know, it's fair because right now I'm trying to figure out my flow with Amazon live. Now we go in the podcast world. Yeah. You're paying premium. You want this? It's premium. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for a hundred and something episodes. I know we can get a return on your investment. Like let's go. Uh, so yeah, man, that's a, that's a whole, that's another show, man. We're, we've been everywhere, but that's another show for sure. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that's why, I mean, honestly, that having you on is always like a, Hey, we got to do another one. Cause it's only a piece of the creator puzzle. Right. Cause we talk, I mean, we talk this stuff, this is the stuff we talk offline anyway. And like, we're always yeah. talking about how to help and Billy's, Billy's a pusher. Like uh, the other day he texts me and goes, Hey, how many shop videos? <laughs> I literally had no, yeah. I wasn't going to do it. Like it wasn't on my plan for the day. And he made me, and I was like, he said it. All right, let me go shot two real quick because it's that community. You said that earlier is like getting around the right people that are going to help you get to that next goal, man. That's, that's the mm -hmm. great part. Well, man. And I saw, you know, and this is what really inspired this, my content creation journey. I was watching an interview. I'm sorry. I can't remember who was interviewing him, but Mr. Beast was being interviewed mm. and they're like, dude, how did you, like get so good at YouTube. Like, how did you become the number one YouTuber in the world? 
I think in 2021 or whatever. And he was like, dude, basically I spent 10 hours, 12 hours a day on the <laughs> phone with other YouTubers. And we would co conglomerate, you know, like this conglomerate of YouTubers and we'd all be testing stuff and we'd be testing thumbnails and descriptions. And, you know, they probably didn't have hashtags back then, but whatever it was. Yeah. And then we would, we were like live on zoom calls or whatever the platform was. And, and we were just going, Hey, here's what I tried last night. That didn't work. Here's what I tried two weeks ago on this video here. Let's review this video. What do you guys think about this? And they were just honing in their skill, honing in their craft and then reinvesting that money, those resources back into their product, to their video a lot of people and sometimes my, I wouldn't say myself included because I've been reinvesting into my business, better camera, you know, like like this, like I always talk about this camera, but to, to be able to just focus like this is huge for Amazon Live. It's just huge. Like, so I'm like, okay, I got to invest in better cameras that will do that. I got to invest in a better microphone that'll sound better, lights that'll sound better. I literally have a salary, an average US salary of equipment in my studio that trust me, I would have loved just to take as a business owner and taking my wife on a really nice vacation. But I understood if I got, I got to reinvest this thing. I got to yeah. try something new. I got to try something different and I can't eat all the seed, man, because I got to plant it and I got to let it grow. So that that's kind of, you know, my thoughts around that kind of stuff is like hone in on your craft and just be the best you can be at it. You don't have to be Mr. Beast. You don't mm -hmm. have to be Chris Giles. You don't have to be Monty Weaver. You got to be the best you that you can possibly be. Bro, that's so good, man. And so, uh, this is a question. We we always talk about this, and so this might be putting you on the spot. But like, do you, do what's do you have a vision for where you see you know you yourself going in in the creator economy, or are you kind of like playing it by ear and like seeing what's out there still? Yeah, man. This is uh, this is a really good question because I think about this every every single day. <laughs> um, I had a, you know I spent ten months on an island. Um, which everyone thinks that is paradise, but I learned that paradise is a perspective and it's wherever, it's wherever you want it to be. Paradise is wherever you want it to be. And so if that's, you know, in your hometown, if that's on the beach in Port, you know, in Puerto Rico. Um, and I was thinking about this while I was down there. I was like, what is the long-term end goal? Now, I love helping people. This is one thing that I really love to do. Um, I like it when the light bulb comes on and somebody goes, oh, yeah, that's cool. I, I like doing that. Uh, so I think my long-term goal, Chris, or, or one of my long-term goals is to have either a facility or an event or something of that nature to really educate people in this whole creator economy process um, and, and really teach them how to do it. Like, but But more than that, it's just to say, Hey, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, I, I grew up, I grew up, my family worked paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, we grew up super, super modest. Sometimes we didn't have, you know, money to eat. We didn't have, you know, we just didn't have stuff. And, you know, parents were, and still maybe even do that. I don't really know that well, but they might even still live paycheck to paycheck a little bit. Um, but I always knew like, man, I don't want to do that. I want to figure out a different way. And so uh, a lot of people were, doing the education route. They were going to get an education. They were, you know, right after high school. Uh, I was a horrible high school student, slept through every class, but there was one class I didn't, and that was a music class. Changed my life completely. And I realized from there that I was creative. I'm like, oh, I, I'm just, I tick on a, on a different clock than most people. And so there was an opportunity for me to go to this music school slash production school, you know, website development, graphic design. And I went there and it absolutely changed my life. Like, 
everything about that atmosphere changed my life. And so long term, that's what I want to create. I want to create that atmosphere where people who don't even know they're creative can walk into a space and go, oh, okay, here's some people like me, man. Like this, this makes sense. There's, you know, like you and I, Chris, are very similar. Like I can't work for someone else. <laughs> I, will, I can work with someone else all yeah. day. Yeah, I can yeah. be like, dude, let's get in here. Let's get on the whiteboard. Let's do the thing. But we're we're gonna be a fifty fifty or a seventy thirty. Like we're I'm I'm in it. I got to be invested in it. Yeah. Uh, I can't be an employee because that's not worth my life. Is to be an employee. Uh, I can't do it, even for the whatever amount of money. Uh, so yeah, man, I, I think that's the the long term is somehow, and I don't know what that looks like, but uh, create create something where people can come and and find themselves which sounds super hippie or whatever, but that's what it is. That's all good. That's good vision, man. That's good. You know, <laughs> I laugh. So you're saying if I, if I offered to pay you a million dollars a year to come work at black tie media and you, you wouldn't come do it. I'm doing it for one year. You got me for, for 12 year? months. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, 12 months. I'm, he's like, I'm locked in for 12 months. I've that's seen money right there, man. I can take that and sew it into something, make it, make it grow. That's Huge good. Studio. You could build the whole building at that point. Right. Let's buy this complex. What are we doing? I was starting my own channel called Mr. Bill instead Mr. of Mr. Beast. <laughs> You're gonna do a was I forgot what his little logo is. You're gonna do you gotta do like a bunny rabbit or something, just something just random, different. Yeah, dude, bunny rabbit with fangs, like the Mr. Bill. Something I don't uh, know. I think his is I can't remember what his is. It's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sure I think I was like, is that a tiger? I don't even know what it is. Like a tiger or something? I don't even I think so, man. I'm sure it's something <laughs> that dude is very thoughtful, so I'm sure it's it's something that's pretty, pretty dope. So, bro, that's super dope, man. Look, as always, man, I, I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate you uh, being one of the first guests on the show. Um, yeah. Cause I'm like thinking back, I'm like, you've Go. never been, I've never hosted you. I mean, we did weird ways and I hosted that one time, but like, yeah. I've never hosted you on my show. I've been on your shows yeah. with the S on the end shows. Yeah. Chris and I, we did weird <laughs> ways like three times and then it, <laughs> And then we were like, wait, both got super busy. And it was like, yeah. Uh, or was that Puerto Rico internet? I can't remember which, uh, dude, <laughs> which, both which triggered that. Both. It was both. Bro. Uh, man, tell the people, man, where can they find you at? Oh, uh, man, the easiest way to find me is creating daily.live. That's probably where you can get in touch. And then, uh, billythorpe.live is what I'm my newest project with Amazon. Uh, so you can go check that out as well. But yeah, creating daily.live if you want to connect or, at the Billy Thorpe, which I know is pretentious, but it's the only <laughs> thing they had with my name in it that was available. <laughs> that's funny. Bro, that's so good, man. Hey, look, I appreciate you as always. You know, I mean, obviously we'll be around the internet together in some other room yeah. or some other place, bro, but I appreciate you uh, stopping by the podcast. You guys make sure you check them out. Um, yeah, the Billy Thorpe. <laughs> that does sound funny to say out loud. It sounds Billy funny, Thorpe. yeah. Bro. The Billy Thorpe. <laughs> Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to Mastermind Thinks Podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode.